Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good, good morning, beloved. God bless you. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Ethan Morrison. And I want to welcome you to our When Zion Travails prayer and impartation call. This is the day that the Lord has made, and so we will rejoice and be glad. And I thank you all so much for being with us this morning. Thank you for waking up and deciding to pray. I know that it's a push sometimes. I know that it's a stretch sometimes to be consistent um, with these 6 a.m. prayer calls. And some of you uh, are on a different time zone, so I know it's a little earlier for you. But I definitely appreciate your faithfulness. I appreciate your diligence um, and being with us for prayer to seek the Lord early in the morning. I pray that you're doing well. I pray that all has been well with you and all has been well with your family and everything is well on your end. All is well with me. All is well on this end. Uh, I like how uh, the Shunammite woman, uh, when Gehazi came to her and said, is all well, she said, it is well. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. That is my testimony this morning, brothers and sisters, and I hope that it is your testimony as well. It is well. You know, that text is one of my favorite passages of Scripture because it really was not well with her, but she made a confession that it was well. Her son had just died. She was looking for the prophet Elijah because Elijah had prophesied to her and told her that she would have a son. And um, she actually had a son, and uh, the Bible says that the son grew. And one day he was out in the field, tending the field with his father, and um, he had a pain in his head, and he fell down and died. And so she went back uh, after the prophet Elijah to tell him, listen, you prophesied and you, I told you I didn't even want a son. I didn't even want this son. And now he's come to me because you prophesied him to me, and now my promise is dead. And so when she gets to his servant, Gehazi, Gehazi says to her, it's all well. And she didn't begin to complain. She didn't begin to say what was happening. She didn't begin uh, to talk about the situation. All she said was, it is well. Hallelujah. And so that's where we get that from. That's where we get that song from. That's where we get that saying from. It is the Shunammite woman who decreed all those things in her life were not the way they were supposed to be. And although it had looked like the promise that she had been promised had died, even in the midst of those things, she still made a declaration that it is well. And so I pray, brothers and sisters, that that is your declaration this morning, that no matter what is happening in your life and no matter what you are seeing and no matter what you are experiencing and no matter how things may be off, you know, they may not be going the way that you would desire them to go, that you know that God is in control, that God is for you, and that God is working things out in your favor, and that what you say matters, what comes out of your mouth matters, what you say about yourself matters, what you say about your life, what you say about your future matters. And so it's not that we're having a false reality it is that we are speaking those things that are not as though they were. And so my testimony this morning, brothers and sisters, is that it is well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, this morning, well, real quick, um, this morning, well, a couple of announcements. We will be traveling um, this week, so I hope to see some of you. Let me see one second. I hope to see some of you in um, Atlanta and in Ohio 
and here in New Jersey. Now, on Thursday, we're going to be um, with Bishop uh, J.C. Williams at the Breath of Life uh, Fellowship Convocation, and that's going to be um, this Thursday in Atlanta, Georgia. All right. Um, we'll have the information on our social media uh, pages, as well as we will um, send that out to your email. If you are not a part of our email community, I would like to invite you to do so. You can go to Aviva Morrison dot com and uh, you can register to be a part of our e uh, our e news community so that you can stay up to date with everything that's going on with us. So that's on Sunday, um, Thursday, and then on um, Friday we're going to be in Toledo. We're going to be in Toledo, Ohio, for the uh, New Destinies Fellowship Summer Assembly. And we're going to be there at uh, River of Life with Bishop John Williams. And that's going to be on Friday in Toledo. And then on Sunday, we're going to be in Mispa, Mispa, New Jersey, Mispa, New Jersey. And that is going to be at the um, Set Apart Women's Conference at the River of Life Cathedral Church. Um, right here, it's not. Too, I don't believe this is too far from me. I don't. I don't believe. I'm not familiar with that city, uh, but we are expecting God to bless His people, to speak to His people, to deliver and to heal His people and to set them free. And so, um, if you are in any of near any of those areas, I would love to see you. Be sure to stick around so that we can speak. And if not, I am asking each and every one of you to hold us up in prayer as we fulfill the assignment that God has given us to fulfill. Amen. Amen. I want. I just have a quick devotional that I want to read to you out of Luke, the 13th chapter, Luke 13, and I want to start at verse 6. If you have a Bible, if you have your Bible app, if you want to open that up, you could do so. Luke 13, verse 6. Give me one second. I'm going to drink a sip of water here. I'm going to read out of the uh, New Living Translation. Then Jesus told the story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to his gardener, I've waited three years, and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space in the garden. The gardener answered, sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year, and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. This passage of scripture is one of my most favorite passage of scriptures because it really speaks to the intention of God for us. 
When God created each and every one of us, he created each and every one of us with an intention. There was something specific that he wanted us to do, and with his intention comes an expectation. He has an expectation of us because he knows what he has put on the inside of us. And so whenever we are reading the word of God, we have to be mindful that this is a written document of God's thoughts towards us. It's a written document um, of God's promises for us. And reading this text opens our understanding, again, as we are on our series of fruitfulness, this opens up our understanding. It makes us aware that God is looking for fruit. We've been on this all month, and the Holy Spirit um, is allowing us to dig in Scripture to see that this is something that is important to him. It is something that is important. It is something that is on the heart of God. So the Bible says that a man had planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But the Bible says, but he was always disappointed. He was always disappointed because the tree that was supposed to be bearing fruit was not bearing any fruit. And so, brothers and sisters, we are at the end of July, and we have five more months in this year. I know at the beginning of the year, most of you or many of you had maybe jotted down some things that you wanted to do, some things that you wanted to accomplish. Um, maybe you wanted to change an attitude. Maybe you wanted to change some habits. Maybe you wanted to change some behaviors. Um, my, my, my question to you this morning is where are you? Where are you as we come up to uh, the end of the half of the year and we're going into this last five months of the year, if, 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 if God was coming back to you, if, if, this, if the, the man who planted this tree, if he was coming back to see again and again your fruit, where would you measure up? Where would you measure up? The Bible says that he was, he was always disappointed, and this is the part that convicts me the most, because I do not want God to always be disappointed in me. You know, all of us have our idiosyncrasies and we have our things that pull us away from um, the, the person that we want to be, accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish. And God is gracious. He understands that. He tells us that his grace is sufficient. However, there should be something on the inside of us that says, I do not want to disappoint God. And so the Bible says that finally he said to his gardener, I've waited three years. In other words, his patience began to wear thin. Why was his patience wearing thin? Because 
he planted this tree the same way he planted all of the other trees. In other words, he knew what he put in this tree. And based off of what he put in the tree, he knew that the tree should be growing. And so I'm saying to you, brothers and sisters, this morning that, that God knows what he has put in you. And there has to come a time where we put away excuses. I like how Paul said it. We've got to put away childish things. When I was a man, I thought as a child, I acted as a child, I spake as a child. When I was a child, I thought as a child, I spake as a child, I acted as a child. But when I became a man, he says, I put away childish things. And so he says, listen, I've been waiting. I've been waiting on this tree to grow. I've been waiting on this tree to produce. And I I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, that you are the tree. You are the tree. He says, I've been waiting for this tree to produce. I've been waiting for this tree to to grow. I've been waiting on this tree to develop. I've been waiting on this tree to mature. And the Bible says, and he says, and there hasn't been a single fig. There is no evidence of what I put on the inside of this tree. There is no evidence that this tree right here that's supposed to that's supposed to produce apples there's no evidence that this is an apple tree my question to you this morning brothers and sisters is what has god put you on this earth to produce i i i want to tell you brothers and sisters that your fruit matters what you produce for god matters i'm not talking about preaching i'm not talking about teaching I'm talking about the fruit of your life. I I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, that the reason why fruits are meaningful and fruits are purposeful, well, let me say it this way. The the reason why trees, I I, I am correcting myself, the reason why trees are, uh, are, the reason why we love trees and the reason why trees are important and the reason why trees are, 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 are meaningful We don't love a tree just because it's a tree. We love the tree because of the fruit that's on the tree. So if I see an apple tree, I'm not not attracted to the tree itself. I'm attracted to the fruit that is on the tree. It's it's your fruit that, that makes you attractive. It's your fruit that attracts people. When you begin producing fruit, you will begin attracting the people that are attracted to the kind of fruit that you produce. Hallelujah. 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 Until some of us are producing bad fruit. And because we are producing bad fruit, we are attracting bad fruit kind of people. But but when you are when you but 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 if somebody is looking for apples, and you produce apples, then they're coming for you. They're looking for you. And so what am, I, what am I saying this morning? I'm saying, brothers and sisters, that God is concerned about your fruitfulness. And so then he says here, because we're getting ready to pray, he says, he says, I've waited three years. There hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down because it's just taking up space. 
The King James Version says, because it's just cumbering the ground. And what does that mean? Cumbering the ground means it's just taking all the nutrition from the other tree. So, so, so he's planting and he's, he's fertilizing all of the other trees, and all of the other trees are, are receiving the, listen to me, receiving the fertilization and producing fruit. But this particular tree is receiving the fertilization and is not, is not uh, producing anything. What does the fertilization represent? It represents the word. So he says, he says, all of the other trees are receiving the word and they're producing. This tree is in the same vicinity. This tree is on the prayer calls every Tuesday and Thursday morning. This tree is hearing the same word that everybody else is hearing, but this tree has not produced a single fruit. He says that I'm sick of it. He says, so you know what I want to do? I'm going to cut it down. And I'm just believing, brothers and sisters, that we just may be at that point, that if we do not begin producing fruit, that God is going to begin cutting us down, not, not killing us in a physical way, but we are going to see the hand of God removed from some of our lives because we are not producing fruit. This is what the Bible says. This is not what I'm saying. You're reading it here for your own self. But then I love here in verse 8, verse 8, the gardener in this text represents the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the gardener said, sir, give it one more chance. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody ought to get excited right there. Somebody ought to open your mouth and say, thank you, Jesus. Give it one more chance. Leave it another year. Give it one more chance. And so many of us this morning, brothers and sisters, some of us need to ask God this morning, Father, give me one more chance. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Because this is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is saying, give me one more year to work with him. But, but I feel and I sense very strongly, brothers and sisters, that for many of us, 2022, this was that year. This is the year that, that he, he's working with us. He said, he said, give me one more year to work with it. Give me one more year to grow it. Give me one more year to minister to it. Give me one more year to, to, to cultivate it. Give me one more year to give special attention and plenty of fertilizer. Hallelujah. Now, in a real context of fertilizer, in a literal context, thank you, Holy Spirit, in a literal context of fertilizer, what does fertilizer re represent? You know what fertilizer, fertilizer represents? It represents mess. That's what it, mess, that's what it represents. So in the, in the, in the, literal, in the literal text, it, it, the gardener is saying, listen, let me give it special attention and let me give it plenty of fertilizer. In other words, I'm going to create some situations that's going to demand it to grow. See, many of us are thinking that it's the devil that's causing us. No, it's not the devil. It's the Holy Spirit adding some fertilizer on you to produce some fruit. He's trying to get some meekness out of you. He's trying to get some gentleness out of you. He's kind of trying to get some patience out of you. He's trying to get some temperance out of you. And you're saying, these people are trying my patience. No, they're not trying your patience. The Holy Spirit is putting some fertilizer on you because he is trying to get you to produce 
Hallelujah. He says, and this is my last thing and I'm done. We're getting ready to pray. He says, if, if I can get this tree to produce some fruit this year, what year is that? 2022. If I, if I can get this tree to produce some fruit in 2022, then praise God, leave it alone. It's fine. But if not, if after, if after all of this fertilizer, if after all of this special attention, come on, are y'all, are y'all walking with me this morning? If after all of this word, if, there, if after all of this prayer, if, there, if after all of this Bible study, if after all of this, if it still doesn't produce fruit, verse 8 says, verse 9 says, then you can cut it down. I need somebody to say, Lord, please don't cut me down this year. Don't, don't, don't cut me down this year, Lord. I, I've made it up in my mind that I'm going to produce fruit in you for you. I've made it up in my mind. I understand now that you're not just concerned with my salvation, but you are concerned with the life that I live. You're not just concerned about my personal prayer life, but you're concerned about how I interact with people. You're concerned about my temperament that I have with people. You're concerned about what I am doing with the gifts that you're giving me. You're concerned with the potential that you put inside of me. I am asking Father to give me one more year. Somebody say that. Give me one more year. But but, but, but what you've got to understand brothers and sisters is that you are in that year. I'm not, this, this, this message isn't for your 2023. This message is for your 2022. And I am praying, brothers and sisters, that you do whatever you have to do, that you make the necessary adjustments, that you make the necessary changes, that you, that you break the necessary habits, or that you develop the necessary habits to, to, to line up to who you know that God expects for you to be in every area of your life because God is looking for fruit out of you this year. Somebody say this year. Come on, let's pray. Father, we love you. Hallelujah. And we give your name praise. Hallelujah. And we give your name honor and we give your name glory. We magnify your name. We bless your name, Father. We lift up our hands this morning and we say thank you. And we say, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Now let Israel say that his mercy endureth forever. We thank you for who you are. Hey, Thank you for who you are this morning. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for you are self-existent. I thank you. Hallelujah. That you are the God. You created heavens and the earth. You put the stars in the sky. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you that you are the God that divided day from night. Hallelujah. You are the God that put the fish in the sea and the fowl in the air. Hallelujah. You are the God that made man from dust and breathed your spirit on the inside of him. And man became a living soul. We 
thank you this morning that that you had us in your mind we thank you that before we got here that we were an idea we were an intention in your mind and now father we thank you we thank you that we are here today. We thank you that you allowed us to live through COVID-19. We thank you that we're still alive today. We thank you because we know that many didn't make it, but we are one of the ones who did. We thank you. Father, that death has been all around us, but we thank you that we're still here, God. And we know, Father, that we are still here. Because you have meaning for us, we are still here. Because you have purpose for us, we are still here. Because you have assignments for us. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning. And we thank you, Father, for forgiving us of our sins. We come to you this morning, Father, thanking you for your goodness and for your mercy. We come thanking you for your grace. Thank you that you are not like man because man would have given up on us a long time ago. Man would have walked away from us a long time ago, man would have left us for dead a long time ago, but we thank you that you have been patient with everyone. You have been patient with us, and you have walked with us, and you have stuck with us, and so Father, now, in the name of Jesus, we want to come and give you praise and give you thanksgiving. Hallelujah for keeping us. Hallelujah for keeping us this far. Father, we thank you for this lesson on fruitfulness. We thank you for this word, hallelujah, that you have given us on fruitfulness. Father, we understand that you desire to see fruit out of our lives. And you just don't want to see any kind of fruit, Father, but you want to see fruit that will remain. So we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that whatever the area is in our lives that, that is prohibiting us, Father, from producing fruit, Father, we ask God in the name of Jesus, that you would reveal it to us. We want to be pleasing in your sight today, Father. Now, we want to do those things that you would have us to do, and we want to be the person that you would have us to be, Father. So we ask God in the name of Jesus. We ask God in the name of Jesus that you would reveal it to us. Oh, God, we want to be pleasing to you this morning. Hallelujah. So we ask God in the name of Jesus. We ask God that you would have mercy mercy on us. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us today, God. We need you today, God, as never before. So we call on you today, God, and we say have mercy on your people today, God. Oh, God, we're calling on you, Lord. We're calling on Jesus. We call on Jesus. We call you this morning. We call Jesus this morning because we need thee. Oh, we need thee. Every hour, Lord, every hour, Lord, every we're calling on you this morning, God. We're calling on you this morning, God. We're calling on you this morning, God. We ask, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you would come by and see about us, oh God. Don't turn your face from us, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Turn not your face from us, oh God. Oh God, but look on us today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, your people are sick, Lord. Your people are in need of healing today. Your people are in need of deliverance today. And so we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will look on us. Come on by and pray for your family. Lord, look on our families this morning. Look on our brothers and our sisters this morning. Oh God, look on our sons and our daughters this morning. Look on our mothers and our fathers this morning. Oh God, we call out to you today. We need you today. Father, this morning, we want our hearts to be knitted to yours. We want our hearts to be knitted to yours. We know, Father, that there are things, God, that are in our hearts. Oh, God, that should not be there. But, Father, deep down, down in our souls, we want our hearts to be knitted with you. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, Lord. We need you today. We're calling on Jesus. We can't do it without you, Lord. We're calling on you, Jesus. Jesus, we need help, Lord. We need help, Lord. Help us today, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help our minds, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help our souls, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help our children, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> 
that you would give me one more year. Father, you have been long on Sunday. You can have a soya. You don't have a real Sunday. You don't have soya. Oh, mama, mama, You've been long suffering with us, Lord. You've been patient with us, Lord. You've been kind with us, Lord. But oh, God, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. And so, Father, today, we want to get it right with you. Let your word come alive in our hearts. That we're not just reading words on a paper, Lord. Oh, God, but revelation would come to us. I pray this morning for divine revelation. I pray this morning for divine conviction. Convict our hearts this morning. Convict our souls this morning. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray this morning. We pray for those that cannot pray for themselves. Father, we pray this morning for these United States of America. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would have mercy. Have mercy on this nation, God. In the name of Jesus, don't let this nation die and go to Ebansoya. Don't let this nation die and go to a devil's hell. But, Father, I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would raise up, raise up leaders in government, raise up Holy Spirit-filled believers, in the name of Jesus, in government, oh God, in the name of Jesus, I pray God for government officials, we pray God for our government leaders, we pray God for Joseph Biden this morning. We're praying for Kamala Harris this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, have mercy on them. Protect their families, Lord. Protect their children, Lord. Protect their spouses, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we're praying for the governors of our state, Lord. Our state, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we lift up the mayors of our state, Lord. We lift up the city councilmen of our state, Lord. We lift up the senators of our state, Lord. And we say, Father, in the name name of Jesus. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. We're praying for our children today. God, protect our babies. Father, protect our babies, Lord. God, there's an assault after our seed. There's an assault on our seed because the enemy is trying to kill our future. If he can kill our sons and our daughters, then he can kill our future. But oh God, we cut our sons and daughters everywhere. I Every age and every nationality. We stand in the gap of our babies, Lord. Cover our sons and our daughters. Protect them, oh God. Father, we 
praying for those, God, that has been caught up in sex trafficking. Father, we pray, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, that you would deliver them, oh, God. Send somebody. Send an angel, Lord. Send an angel, Lord. Send an angel, Lord, to set them free. In the name of Jesus. Remember pastors everywhere. Remember leaders everywhere. I pray, God, that they would be anchored in you. Pray for your pastor. Lord, I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that they would be anchored in you, that they would preach this unadulterated word. I pray, God, that they would be strengthened in their body, strengthened in their soul, strengthened in their mind, strengthened in their spirit. Send them help, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that we will be a people who serve you. We decree and declare that we will be a people who live for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, let this be the year. Let, no, 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 let this be the year that we say yes to you. Let this be the year that we rise up and produce great fruit. Let this be the year that we walk away from everything that hinders us from fulfilling our purpose in you. Let this be the year that we say yes to you. Let this be the year. Let this be the year that we give you our everything. Let this be the year that our husbands give their lives to you. Let this be the year that our wives be saved. Let this be the year that we complete the business, we complete the book. Let this be the year that we go forward and get it. Let this be the year that we produce much fruit for you. Let this be the year that we walk away from sin. Let this be the year that we walk away from shame. Let this be the year that we walk away from disappointment. Let this be the year that we walk away from procrastination. Let this be the year that we walk away from perversion. Let this be the year, Lord. Let this be the year. Let this be the year. And I'm a soya. Come on, Zion, say, let this be the year. Let this be the year that I do what you tell me to do. Let this be the year that I forgive those that I've been unable to forgive. Let this be the year that I forgive myself. Let this be the year that I be the wife to my husband that I know I'm supposed to be. Let this be the year. That my husband gives his life totally to you. Let this, let this be the year that I produce much fruit. Somebody shall let this be the year. Let this be the year, Lord. God, have mercy. Hallelujah. And we pray, Lord, that this would be the year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know somehow, I hear that song in my spirit. I know somehow, and I know some way we're going to make it. No matter what the test and whatever comes our way, 
we're going to make it. With Jesus on our side, things will be just fine. Hallelujah. Things will work out right. Hallelujah. We're going to make it. Hallelujah. Come on, tell yourself we're going to make it. Come on, encourage yourself, Zion, and say, we're going to make it. Father, I pray, hallelujah, I pray for grace to stand this morning. I pray for grace to persevere. Give us the wisdom how to balance everything that you have given us. Help us to show up strong, Lord. Help us to show up, Lord, and to show up strong. We thank you. We don't want to be like that tree that continues to disappoint you. Come on, Zion. We don't want to be that disappointing tree. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody say, Lord, I don't want to be the disappointing tree. I don't want to be the tree that you keep coming back. You came back in 2000 and I didn't do it. You came in 2021. I didn't do it. And now it's 2022, Lord, and I still haven't done it. I don't want to keep disappointing you, Lord. I don't want to be the disappointing tree. Lord, let it be this year. Let it this be year. Let it be this year that I get my eating habits in order. Let let this be the year that that I get my healthy lifestyle in order. Let this be the year that I balance my money. Let this be the year that I love the way I'm supposed to do. Somebody say, Lord, let this be the year. And let this be the year that our whole families get saved. Let this be the year for reconciliation amongst our brothers and our sisters. Let this be the year of reconciliation of fathers and sons and mothers and daughters. Let this be the year of family reconciliation. Let this be the year that cousins are reconciled together. Let this be the year. And I love you. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for this word. Thank you for this time together. Thank you, Father, for for meeting us this morning. Thank you for meeting us here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning. I love you, and I thank you, Father. Be with us. Keep us as we go throughout the remainder of the day. Let your hand and your spirit be upon us. Bless our babies. Protect them and keep them. Remember our sons, Lord. Remember our babies with autism in the name of Jesus. Remember our autistic children this morning. Remember parents who have autistic children, Father. I pray, God, that you would give them grace and strength and patience and wisdom. Help them today, Father. We are in need of your help. We thank you. We pray, Father, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts. We pray, Father, that they will be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength. And you are our redeemer. Let every heart that believes say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. I am praying for you. I'm praying for you that you would live up and that you would rise up to the potential that God has put on the inside of you. I'm praying for you that that you would make a conscious decision today, as I have to walk away from everything that is prohibiting you. Some of us know that we should be further along in our lives 
by now. Some of us know there's some things we should have already done, we should have already accomplished by now. And the reason why many of us haven't accomplished certain things is because there are things that are in our lives that are prohibiting us. The Bible says to lay aside every sin and every weight that does so easily beset us. So I'm praying for you, brothers and sisters, that this would be the year, that this would be the year that God would do it for you and that you would do it for God. I want to invite you, for those of you that's been blessed by this word that you want to sow this morning, if this prayer was for you, if you received this prayer, and if you've been empowered by this prayer, if you've been empowered by this word, I want to encourage you to sow a seed uh, into this word that you heard this morning. You know where to go. You can go to Cash App, Aziza Speaks Life, or you can go to the email contact at AzizaMorrison.com on PayPal. Those of you who have Venmo, you can go to Aziza Speaks. And those of you who sell, sell by Zelle, you can do so at AzizaMorrison at gmail.com. But I want to encourage you to um, connect your faith with this word. Put a seed of any amount in the ground this morning, all right? I love you all with the love of the Lord. We will be back on Thursday at 6 a.m. Because the Bible is right. When Zion travails, she shall be forth. God bless you. Walk with Jesus today. Shalom. Bye-bye.